Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's time for Bears Podcast after their scintillating shootout loss to the Miami Dolphins. With me, as always, is actor-comedian Mike Pusteri. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. Andy, you saw you saw I, I, I noticed a little uh, extra extra pep in your voice, extra excitement about, uh, about the Bears. It's uh, usually... If uh, if a team scores thirty five points against the Bears, they win by like thirty two points. <laughs> right. So it was kind of nice to uh, to see them actually be able to keep up uh, with that team. Plus, there's the fact that it really was kind of the perfect day. Justin Fields had a big day. The offense looked good. They lost. Right. It's very important. <laughs> Because there are yeah. some winnable games on the schedule, and you really need to lose these to the teams you're supposed to lose to. Because the uh, you didn't trade away Roquan and Big Play Bob to pick 18th in the draft. Yeah, you're not doing that to win games. You're doing that to lose them. So I don't know if you noticed uh, Ryan Poles snuck down on the sidelines late in the game onto the Dolphin sidelines was slipping the back judge at 20. <laughs> no, pa- no pass interference. That's fine. Yeah, you can call it on us. Don't call it on them. Uh, um. Oh, before we get started here, um, you can subscribe to the podcast and the newsletter at pointlessexercise.com. Our good friends at Obvious Shirts sent me a shirt, actually a sweatshirt that I'm wearing. I'm wearing the Wrigley Clock sweatshirt now. I refused to take it for free. So mm-hmm. I gave them something 
super valuable. Okay. Joe from Obvious Shirts now has a comped one-year subscription to the Pointless Exercise newsletter. Retail oh value, $69.99. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. That's a nice price. That's right. Yeah. Uh, in exchange for that, if you find an Obvious shirt that you like, like the clock shirt, which I do really like. I, I have that, too. It's a, you look, it's, a, it's a fine sweatshirt, the clock shirt, the sweatshirt. You could save 20%. On your order at Obvious Shirts, if you use the code DECIPIO20, D-E-S-I-P-I-O-2-0. So after you do all your Christmas shopping at the DECIPIO shop, Mm. if there's anything else you need to pick up, head on over to Obvious Shirts. You get 20% off. Yeah. Yeah. All because I made fun of uh, some of their shirts. And they gave me something to pacify me and then uh, when i refused they gave you a discount look at that All right, everybody would everybody joe if you're listening by the way there are a host of other co-hosts that's right, uh, that's right. all co- you would you and <laughs> you and the other mike and dave you guys just need yeah. to, to uh tweet mean things about their shirts no I don't is that, that the problem <laughs> i mean that's how it worked for me but that doesn't yeah, seem see, that seems less than reputable yeah Joe, don't let it don't let it come to that. Do us a solid pal. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's all my stuff. So, um, Mike, you have a website that has all of your uh, as exciting stuff. Like you play the Wordle there, is that right? You, play, you host yeah, the yeah, Wordle. Anything you want. Uh, it's got it's got the Twitter link for as long as Twitter is <laughs> is still uh, hasn't imploded, which I give that another couple of days or so. If you paid your page if you paid your eight dollars yet? Yeah, no, I have not. Uh, have not. Sorry, Elon. But it looked like today that everybody who had a blue check still has one. And there's people I see with blue checks who I know there's no way they're paying. So I'm not sure what's happening. Or is today the last day? Yeah, I don't know how that... Yeah, cause supposedly, in order to keep your check, if you want to get a check, send him eight bucks. If you want to keep your check, get a send him eight bucks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that, that whole pay for the blue check thing is an... I... Is an IQ test. <laughs> that's right. You pay the eight bucks, you flunk the IQ test. Yeah, it's a pass-fail IQ test. Yeah. So, uh, yes, that is uh, MikePusateri.com, by the way, is the, is, the web, is the website. And at Mike Pusateri for as long as Twitter still exists. No blue check. Um, so I talked about this, I think, on the uh, – remember this crap podcast. I forget who I tell what. Um, Substack is trying to position itself as a Twitter alternative. Oh boy! So what they have done is they have installed on uh, on uh, my account. I'm sure just mine, maybe everybody's. Uh, the ability for me to start a chat, <laughs> so I can start a chat, and then the readers can just go there, and you guys can talk to each other. You can talk to me. You can do whatever. I haven't turned it on yet. It's not that I don't intend to do it. I I want to see somebody else do it well, and then steal the way they do it <laughs> instead of just <laughs> blundering into it. Smart, smart. Uh, Joe, Joe Posnanski did them during World Series games, and I found okay. them more annoying 
than helpful because they kept popping up on my phone while I was trying to do other things. So yeah, that that is annoying. Isn't it kind of ironic in 2022 we're back to chat rooms? That's basically <laughs> what it is. But I guess yeah. if you think of Twitter, it's just one huge chat room with some pictures. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What's the other? What's the one that's so complicated? Um, not mammoth. Sorry, something like that. Oh, Mastodon or Mastodon. something. And yeah. you have to like pick a server, and if you get on the wrong server, then maybe other people can't see your. It's like just figure that wait. shit out. How yeah, hard is wait. it? That's way too complicated for me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, but enough about enough about things that are going poorly. <laughs> Let's talk about the Bears. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, defensively, they they played about the way I kind of thought they would, considering. The guy who made all the tackles is gone. Yeah. Um, and they're already starting two rookies in the secondary. Now they've got a rookie, undrafted rookie middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, when Kendall faked his foot injury because he didn't want to chase Tariq Hill around all day, they had another rookie in the secondary, Jalen Jones, not to be confused with Jalen Johnson. Right. And then Dominique Robinson and his two mouth guards plays – a lot. That's a lot of rookies, um, and the it it kind of looked like it. They um, they they couldn't they couldn't just not stop the Dolphins in the first half. They couldn't slow them down. No, it looked like they had no idea who Tyreek Hill was, or they they certainly couldn't stay anywhere near him to start the game. Yeah, the annoying thing about the completions to Tyreek Hill is. I mean, he's a really good player. Obviously, really good player. He's leading the NFL in receiving yards. And is that Tua can't throw it out in front of him. And I noticed this when the Dolphins played other teams. It's like if you're a defensive back and, you know, Tyreek's going to get behind you, mm-hmm. if you see him start to look for the ball, just turn around. Because he, Tyreek has to keep climbing over defensive backs to get back to the ball to catch it. Right. It's like you're, you know, he will run himself out of Tua's arm range and – you know, if you're trailing him, you might still be in it. But no, nobody ever does that. They all, I guess, because Tariq is so fast that they're just busting asses to keep up, and they can't slow down. They either run into him or they go by him. Yeah. Um, and then he's he's only half your problem. Then you got somebody else has to cover Jalen Waddle all day. So right. they really are they really are a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, so for as much as they were scoring, the Bears' offense said, "Yeah, we could just keep up." Well, that was the new part. We're not used to seeing that. Um, and man, was it was it just a pleasure to watch Justin Fields work yesterday? He was incredible. He went everything right. Um, as just as we expected, Cole Komet scored two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, everybody had that. I'm yeah, sure we all knew that was going to happen. He of course got one last week. Now two this week, three next week, four the week after. I would guess. Just a steady progression like, of Cole Komet touchdowns. Yeah. Darnell Mooney got his first touchdown of the year. Yeah. That seems a little ridiculous. That does seem ridiculous. That was a hell of a, th- hell of a throw and catch. Yeah. Um, the first Komet touchdown was a great fake by Fields. Yeah. Um, everybody everybody played the run. And I heard right. uh, I heard Hogan Johns talking about the the Aaron Rodgers fake. Which is you pin the ball to your side and fake with the other hand, 
And the reason you do that is so you don't accidentally <laughs> get the ball knocked out while you're faking the handoff. Right. Uh, but it really worked. And um, and then Komet is a problem when he's got the ball. I mean, he's a big load to try to tackle. Yeah. I also sure. like the uh, they ran the quarterback sneak with him as the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, you cannot stop Cole Komet. You can only hope to contain him. He was all over the field. They, they pulled out all the stops too. Pulled them all out. Chase Claypool got his first action as a bear, and uh, apparently they taught him two routes: <laughs> back up and just run down the field. Those are the two routes. Either back up and we'll throw it to you behind the line, or just run straight and we'll just throw it down the field and you'll either catch it or you'll get interfered with. Yeah, or I love you. Or you'll get interfered with and they won't call it, which is what happened right. in the second. For, he did get one pass interference. The more obvious one, they didn't get a call. Well, I loved how you phrase it in the newsletter. The, they, they, they just they taught Claypool the essence of the Bears' offense: run down the field, wait for the offensive line to break down. <laughs> Justin Fields runs for his life, and you either got to block somebody yep. or try to catch it. That's basically the offense. Um, Should we talk about that pass interference? I know it's, it happened at the end of the game, but it seems to be a well, on everybody's mind because he got Is interfered that... with by two different guys, and they were both obvious, and they didn't call either one. The cornerback well, had his arm like was bear hugging him from behind, like giving him the Heimlich. He maybe thought he was choking. Maybe that was it. And then the yeah. safety came over and he hit him before the ball got there anyway. And they didn't and call the, either thing. And the official was ten feet away, yeah. stationary. Right. He and, wasn't like running after to try to. He's looking right at it. And even if you want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say because he's right behind him, maybe he didn't see it, which he should have. He, right. there's no reason he shouldn't have seen the second guy. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's that's bad. brutal. And that would have given the Bears the ball at about the 25 with, like, more than a minute to go. Yeah. And I think they still had a timeout. They were in – they were probably going to score. Now, it didn't help that the very next play, yeah. Equanimous just let an easy first down go right through his hands. No, it did not. And that was a nice play All by right. Fields. He rolled out. I was going to say, that was and, another nice real nice play by Fields. You know, he just put it right on him. I mean, you, he, it's the old um, uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife, Giselle. <laughs> right. Giselle, you can't. He cannot throw the ball and catch the ball. <laughs> he can only throw the ball. He cannot throw the ball and catch the ball. Yes. Yeah, that's that's where the dearth of talent just shows up and just kills you. Now I don't know how much time the Dolphins would have needed to have scored again. 11, 12 seconds, but you could have you could have you could have milked enough of the clock that you could have set think, yourself up. I think so. Um, I will say though, I mean, I when I'm watching the games, I want them to win. It's very hard for me to be like, I don't know. I know. Yeah. This is, yeah. But as soon as that happened, it's like, okay, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. We know we should have won that. They should have like a column for like should have. Yeah. Won. Right. The Bears get to right. put one there. And the Washington game, you put give yourself two should have ones, couple should have, and then uh, doesn't those don't screw up your draft pick, so that would be fine. I think we were all just joyful with just watching Fields, watching him do everything, and it's just seeing it, seeing him run and how maybe it's twenty, what is it, twenty two miles an hour, and he's just so fast and smooth and elusive and strong. It's like this guy, we have not ever had a quarterback like this. I mean, we're like giddy. What look? It's like look at what this guy can do. 
never had a quarterback like this. <laughs> I mean, we had Bob Evelini. Well, Bob and Bobby Douglas. Let's not forget him. Bobby Douglas. Well, yeah. I, thankfully, I don't have to remember Bobby Douglas. It's been yeah. before my time. Uh, what about Craig Krenzel? Was he as fa- he's well, Ohio State quarterback? Was he as fast as Justin Fields? I don't. I just don't remember. Very similar. I wonder. Very was the best athlete? Well, Vince Evans was a great athlete. He was a great athlete. Uh, Josh McCown. Josh is McCown like a really good. Is a really good athlete. He might. He might be the best pure athlete that they've had. When they had Cordell Stewart, mm-hmm. who couldn't do much of anything at that point of his career, still athletic, he just couldn't do anything. Right. Um, Henry Burris. <laughs> Henry, Henry Burris. Henry was really good. Right. Jeff George. Uh, I was going to say Jeff George. Former Purdue, Not a great Illinois a- star. Not a great athlete, but maybe the best raw quarterback skills. Million million dollar arm and ten cent yeah, brain. Tim or Jay? Jay. It, Jay was frustrating because he was so talented. Yeah, and he just didn't. You know, you got glimpses of it. A few yep. game stretches where you're like, "Holy shit, look at this guy!" And then you just go back to doing okay. stupid shit. He threw four interceptions to D'Angelo Hall in one game. Yeah. Like Yeah, uh, well, I guess ways we went. We, that's a comprehensive look at every Bear quarterback of our lifetimes. I would say Pretty Justin much. is the most talented one they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course we can't forget to mention Jim McMahon, but Jim was neither very athletic nor a great passer. He was just Jim McMahon. He had his own brand of awesomeness that worked perfectly with that team. Yeah. Now, one of the benefits of, of remember this crap is we go back and we rewatch some games that I would have otherwise forgotten. And there really was two, there were two Jim McMahons. There was the Jim McMahon pre-Charles Martin and the Jim McMahon post-Charles Martin. Yeah. And he really could throw until he got his shoulder screwed up. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he set all kinds of records at BYU. Yeah. No doubt but, about it. I mean, Robbie Bosco set all kinds of records at BYU, and Robbie couldn't throw the ball through. A, if you put one of those paper right. banners up for homecoming, he couldn't throw the ball through it. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, McMahon was... He had he had pretty good arm talent. He was he was less athletic than he thought he was, which is what got him in trouble. <laughs> he yeah, ran a you know, lot. He's he, like, oh, he I did. can make it, Jim. Don't just throw the ball away. Oh yeah, no, you, there he goes. You know, so just you know, you know, ruptured his spleen again. Yeah, you always try to split two defenders and yeah. wind up getting wild. He was tough, them. maybe too tough for his oh, own good. Nobody tougher. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was so funny. Uh, there, <laughs> I saw it during the game. Good Morning Football replayed it several times. Fields runs out of bounds for first down right by Mike McDaniel. And McDaniel, you could clearly says something to him before you can see it, but then he turns, you can see it in the camera, and he goes, would you just stop it, basically? And Fields <laughs> starts laughing. Cause he's like, just stop running for first downs. <laughs> just stop it. You got to feel for the guy, because like, you can't stop that. I don't know how you defend it. Right. Um. And then in his post game, uh, because Fields ran right by Eberflus on the sixty-one yard touchdown pass or run, mm-hmm. and they right. ask him, "What did you see on that play?" And he just goes, "Speed." <laughs> Speed is a good. When he and you know he, we've, we've talked about it before, he plays at a speed that's pretty fast, but not really at does. his top speed. And occasionally he puts the foot in the ground and he takes off for real, and it's. 
Oh. You think he's already going fast because he is, and he speeds up, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, he's got another gear. Um, yeah, I mean, he's one of the fastest players in the NFL, and he's, yeah, six, he's almost 6'4". Like, and a quarterback. 225 pounds. Yeah. Um, I think it was one of the Acho brothers. I think it was Emmanuel this morning. I saw a Twitter video of him breaking down fields, and, and one of the things he was talking about was the Dolphins, like a lot of teams now, put a spy on fields. You just basically take a linebacker, and you're like, okay, your only responsibility is if he runs, you have to go get him. Right. And like Ajo says, it means you're playing a man down then on defense. Because that guy, if right. fields doesn't run, that guy's not doing anything. He's just standing there. Right, right. But then even if uh, it's easy for that guy to get lost in the wash, because fields, when he scrambles, he can go any direction, and you can just... Anywhere. You know, and you linebacker's like, okay, if he runs, he's going to run here. And the next thing you know, he's going the opposite direction, and you're screwed. You're There's yeah. three guys between you and where you have to get to to get to him. Yeah. Um, because it's not, like, as Bear fans, we know the, <laughs> we're going to dare you to run defense that teams can play. Yeah. Or, I mean, we're going to dare you to pass defense pass. that teams can play, where you just load up, you know, um, every Bear quarterback, basically, other than Jay has seen that defense. It's pretty much what you play against the Bears. Right, yeah. Um, but you can't do that to him because that yep. actually, even with their mostly pedestrian receiving core, that would be a big advantage for the Bears. Mm-hmm. So you can't play that way. Right. So it's not as easy as we're just going to take away the quarterback run because if you try to do that, then he's just going to be able to make easy passes. So you right. can't play him that way, which means you can't take away the run. Which means you're at the mercy of, um, you know, you're, you're really just, at the mercy of, of Fields' abilities, and and I think it was the pass to Mooney, right, where that that they had a spy, so there was no help, there was no safety out, so yep. Mooney, that's why Mooney was so wide open, and and yeah, that that the guy's buying at him, like you said, I mean, he's just in the, he's he's in a scrum. I mean, you know, it didn't matter because Fields stayed in the pocket, but yeah, it doesn't. There's five guys in front of him where's he gonna go if field starts to run he's gonna get hung up in there somewhere um, so you can't you can't spy him i mean you can't not spy him so right you're, damned if, you're literally damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yeah um and that's another an advantage they'll get one not once they teach claypool like the third and fourth plays in the playbook this week right. um it makes it really hard before you could just kind of take, you just kind of take Mooney out, yeah, and you can't really do that anymore. No. Uh, so that will, and I don't think it's a coincidence, even though Claypool only played twenty six plays, that we got the your most productive game out of Mooney and out of Komet, because They're absolutely, you you basically have to defend the whole field now on the Bears, where up yeah. until a week ago you, there were big chunks of it you could be like, all right, we, we don't have to worry about that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll let uh, yeah, we'll let Dante Pettis. Dante, you can have this whole half of the field. Just see what yeah. you can do over here. You're gonna run and run in circles and then drop a pass. That's what you're gonna do. It, it's like if you if, if we lose to Dante Pettis, then congratulations. <laughs> if we let him beat us, good for good on you guys, we win. Yeah, Claypool's presence alone just does that, just helps them expand the entire field. Um so the 
a big play in the first half was uh, the Dolphins blocking a punt and the great Andrew uh-huh. Van Ginkle running it back for a touchdown. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you obviously don't want that to happen. <laughs> You're not setting it up. So. Generally not. <laughs> but I I kind of feel like that was – the Dolphins had scored pretty easily the first two times they had the ball. I don't know that it cost the Bears any points. <laughs> <laughs> it may not. <laughs> it may have sped things up. It, it may have worked out better because they had plenty of time to go on their last touchdown drive of the half. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, give poor... the Dolphins a, fa- a false sense of uh, of uh, security there too. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Poor little Khalil Herbert tried to cut Jalen Phillips, and Jalen basically just popped right over him and blocked the punt. Yeah. Um. Boy, that was a. <laughs> That was not close. See, I mean, he blocked that thing yeah, with almost, his ankle. With he almost, almost caught the snap. <laughs> yeah, before Trenton could get it. Wow. Um, but that hasn't been a. I mean, that hasn't been an issue. So it's not no. like, oh my God, their special teams have struck again. I mean, the only real special teams problems they've had this year have been uh, Valus, uh just leaving balls in the on the ground for other teams. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. Yeah, it's not a great. Um, sign for your third round draft pick when he's not left off the active roster for a game just because yeah. like no we've uh, we we're good Bell's, we don't require your service you can wear your, you can wear the sweatpants today it'll be fine uh, yeah So I, I had a feeling, and I looked it up and it went right after the trade. Um. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Chase Claypool is Chase Claypool is younger than Velas Jones. So is Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect that. A couple of couple of fourth year players? Is that right? I guess no. Well, Claypool I think Nikhil's in his fourth. I think Chase is only in his third. Third, yeah. And uh, then I had to look up um, I felt bad for Equinemius. Not because of the drop pass, but 
they were talking about how uh, Chase Claypool and Cole Kmet were best friends. Right. I was like, what about a, what about Equanimous? He played at Notre Dame too. He was two years ahead of him. Oh, no, that's. I didn't funny. realize that. They all played together one year. Okay. But I was like, what about what about poor Equanimous? He was <laughs> he was probably busy hazing the freshman that year. They probably don't like him. They remember. Does that. this re- does this reveal something about the Bears' scouting budget? Like, you just go to Notre Dame and yep. find guys from there. It's you can drive, stay at a Motel Six in South Bend. Oh, they don't even, you don't get to stay in a hotel when you go. No, he's got to come back. He's got to come back the same day, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's a day trip. Yeah. $12 per diem at a. Yeah, the Bears basically are, are scouting Northwestern. Right. South Bend. Maybe Madison. Uh, maybe Madison. Maybe Carthage, Illinois. Carthage College is in that circle. Yeah. They play D3. That's pretty good. Lake that's Forest good. Academy. Any yeah. high school kids we could draft? Is that where they got L- Sanborn? Um, Loris. Loris College. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, that's on there. We got to go across the river. <laughs> yeah, we need a little more diversity in the. Yeah, uh, might. Yeah. yeah. So I. Um, when I looked it up, they said that the 176 yards was the most that a quarterback had ever rushed for in the history of the NFL. And I expected to find, like, back in the 50s or the 40s that some right. dude had done had run for more than that. I think maybe some of the flaw in that is I, some of those guys may not have been listed at quarterback. Oh, yeah. Um, but then what I found is that, yes, the regular season, but um, Colin Kaepernick had 181 against the Packers in a playoff game. And it, baseball is big on this, too. It's like, well, okay, why isn't that the record? You're right. Like it's a playoff game. Shouldn't that have been even? Shouldn't you? Isn't that even harder? Yeah, theory, you get to do that more more credit for that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I'm sure Justin will just break that. It'll he'll top that next week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So as they're the watching the Bears on the big TV and on the second TV, I got the red zone and seeing lots of pack. Packers were in the red zone a lot. Every yeah, time how, I looked they up, they were in the red zone. And then three of those times, Aaron Rodgers threw the ball to the Lions. <laughs> oh. uh, that's, in the, that's the Bears' opponent this week, the Lions. Um, Aiden Hutchinson made a pretty incredible play on one of those interceptions. Mm-hmm. It was a like a kind of a – it wasn't really a slant. It was more like Robert Tunyon kind of snuck out. He was blocking, and he snuck out into the end zone. He's <laughs> wide open. And Rodgers just kind of lobs it, just got to get it over the line. Hutchinson comes out of nowhere, jumps up and catches it, which was yeah, fun. Impressive. One of the picks, Rodgers hit a Lions lineman in the face with the ball. Yeah. Good throw. Maybe, maybe get that a little higher, Aaron. Yeah. But the most annoying thing, and I tweeted when it happened, because it was I looked over, and this happens a lot, especially the Packers. Play clock is at zero. It's third and 17. It's yeah. at zero. And I don't have the sound up on red zone because I have the sound up on the bear game. And I'm like, oh, clearly that's delay a game. And then another second goes by. It still haven't snapped it. And another second goes by. Three, Literally three seconds went by. They snap it. No penalty. Rogers drops back. Whole thing breaks down. He does the stupid thing where he runs up the middle of the field and he's 10 yards past the line of scrimmage and he pump fakes and everybody jumps for it. And he, he slides and gets the first down. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like most teams get like a one second, you know, little leeway. But yeah, it, it was ridiculous yeah, because I saw that too. It, it's it's ridiculous, and that was the only that was not the only occasion that happened during that game either. Yeah. It happened on one of the last plays the Packers ran. It was at zero. Oh, yeah. he called timeout that time. It was at yeah. zero. He turns around, calls timeout, and it's like <laughs> you're too late. But of course, no, that's no. fine. No, he can. Aaron gets a little extra time. Yeah. Supposedly, the mechanics for that are the ref, like, they try to explain it. Like, you really, you, you because of the way they do it, you almost get an extra second. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they have to, like, see it at zero and then wait. I and don't know what. It's like, yeah. can't one of them have a little buzzer? Can, yeah, can, a, can a, a horn go off? I mean, like, you know, you do it in basketball. And she'd be like, uh, sorry, Aaron. Yeah. That's annoying. I'm sure it'll. Um, oh, maybe the Bears will start to. Now we have now we have a real quarterback. You start to get those those things. Uh, we no, have no, a no, it's Justin Fields. He gets he gets a couple extra seconds before he has to snap the ball. That's yeah, cool. that'd be nice. Then we'll take that. And and did we see the uh uh, the little shot that uh, Rogers took at the Lions, and we know Rogers doesn't like taking shots uh, after uh-huh. the game. <laughs> yeah, ooh, little, 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 uh, little, little bitchy there, little, uh, little petty there. He was Mr. holding Rogers. his thumb after one of the interceptions too, just to remind everybody yeah. that, oh. he's, that he's got a oh. sore thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, I just, you know, if it wasn't for this. I had 400 yards and six touchdowns. <laughs> the other thing that was happening a lot in that game were uh, Packers players riding the the cart, which I liked. The one in Detroit, I, uh, I've always affectionately called the silver stretcher. Nice. They used to run yeah. the silver stretch offense, and they'd bring out yeah. the silver stretcher and carry their players off. Three of them riding the silver stretcher with, uh, no, with no sock on one foot. Hmm. <laughs> Aaron Jones hurt himself. One of the defensive backs did, and uh, it sounds like Rashawn Gary tore his ACL. He's out Ooh, for the yeah. The so. yeah. Bad yeah. trip. That's too bad for the. Throw out such a such a shame. Such a likable team, otherwise. It will be kind of ironic if um, the reason the Bears got Claypool instead of the Packers was because the Ravens wanted their pick. It'd be kind of ironic if the Packer pick is actually better. It would be funny. Because they have a worse record. Yeah. Yeah. But we can worry about the Packers later. Yeah. But like I said, really, your focus should be now on on the offense playing as well as possible and the Bears beating the bad teams, the Lions yeah. and the Packers. Right. You can lose to, you're, you're excuse. You can lose to everybody else. Just keep it close. Keep it fun. Let's keep it fun. It's all we want. It was the last two weeks. Now, this was more fun than the Cowboy game just because they weren't down by three touchdowns right away. And yeah, again, trying, to, trying to get back in the game, which they did, then, and then they let it slip away again. This was nipping, you know, this, they just kept answering. So that yeah. was good. Um, yeah, they didn't have a good running game other than Fields. Right. Herbert and Montgomery really couldn't get it going. Um, <laughs> Turns out that's all they needed. But when one field. guy is average on like 11 yards a carry, um, you don't you don't notice that as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, there people. Well, he only threw for 123 yards. Yeah, but he was what, like 17 of 28. I mean, he was efficient. Yeah. They got and they picked up some yards on pass interference, except for when we really thought they were going to get one. Right. That's that's new too to have to actually grab a Bears receiver because he's he's open and the ball is going to get to him. Yeah, that's we're a not that's used a to shock. seeing that. That's a shock to the league. Yeah, seventeen to twenty eight hundred twenty three yards, and three touchdowns. He did throw a pick, on what wasn't a very good pass. Um, but there were penalties on both teams. Both teams cheated. That's right. So we just replayed that. Yeah, David Montgomery, thirty six yards on fourteen carries. Uh-huh. And Khalil Herbert, twenty three on seven. Cole Komet, two for nine. That was his, there you go. His sneak Those, and his uh, ten yard run. They can't call it a jet sweep when you give it to the tight end. That's more like a propeller sweep, maybe like or something. A DC nine sweep. Something. Yeah. An Amtrak sweep. <laughs> and uh, so one thing, they literally ran. They got a little uh, wide receiver screen happy. Uh, sometime in the. F- Second quarter, I think. Because they are wont to do. And they threw four in a row, none of which were terribly productive. Yeah. <clears throat> um, although they must have gained one of them had to go for a first down, or they wouldn't be able to run four of them. Um, not a huge oh. fan of the oh. throw the ball behind the line and the wide receiver can make like three guys miss. Yeah, that's not a great that's not a great point. Let's let's go let's go that way. Let's go forward. Yeah. Let's, let's rethink this design. Um, let's see. So receiving-wise, Mooney led them. Um, seven catches for 43 yards. Clearly, there's a few of those little wide receiver screens in there. Uh, yeah. Komet, five for 41. Yeah. Claypool was the third leading receiver. He only knew, only knew two plays. Two for 13 yards, one along of 12. There you go. And one of those screens, evidently. Yeah, it was. And that was the one where nobody blocked. And he got tackled immediately. Terrific. I think that was his first play. And the crowd went nuts. Yeah. I'm going to the Bears. Caught a pass for a yard. Yay! Look at that. He's great. Yeah. Looks like an Oakland A already. And Aquanimus finished with no catches for no yards. That's a particularly galling, galling no catches based on what happened at the end of the game. A uh, little bit different for the receivers for the uh, Dolphins. Tyreek Hill, 7 for 143 and a touchdown. Jalen Waddle, 5 for 85 and a touchdown. That's pretty good. So we had, uh, we had Kevin Harlan and Trent Green. Mm-hmm. Kevin's a good guy to have for a game like that because he's really good at uh, getting excited at the right time. Yeah. He makes good yeah. – there, there's good highlights when Kevin Harlan is your announcer. Right. Trent was uh, a little – I thought his performance was a little uneven. <laughs> yeah. Um, he made a couple of good points, but he in the second half he was like, oh, the Bears defense is doing a great job. Not really. Uh, uh, not really didn't, they, didn't the Dolphins score touchdowns on 
four or five possessions at one point, and the one yeah. was a they had to kick a field goal because it was going to be halftime, and they missed a twenty-nine yard field goal. I don't know if the defense is doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they did. Um, they forced. They got. They got off the field on two fourth downs. They, yep, they did that. And well. I was when the Bears had to punt the ball back with three eleven to go. I thought, well, shit, they're not. We're not seeing the yeah. ball again. And three and out. That was and the, impressive. And the play, the um, Waddle had gotten open, and um, yeah, he that was Jalen Johnson. He just threw his arms up. You know the thing you're supposed to do. Yeah, you get you know if you're trailing, get close, and then make yourself big, flail your arms, and Tua can't throw it over. He has to throw it like through guys. They yeah. knocked it away, and then the Bears got the ball back and said, "All right, here we go." But uh, that's when we had the the blatantly missed um, pass interference and then Equanimous dropping the easy first down on fourth down. There was another um, – actually, there were there were several bad calls, I thought. The most – well, the two most galling um, on, the, on the Bears' defense – well, no, only one was a penalty on the Bears' defense. The Eddie Jackson pass interference. Right. Is, that's not pass interference. Um, and that was one that Trent, I thought, was all over. And it was Waddle completely misjudged where the ball was, stopped running and jumped. And Eddie knew where the ball was and was going for the ball and went through him because Waddle was yeah. in the wrong spot. Trent right. even thought that Waddle might have lost it in the sun because they were looking back. And uh, that's just a no call. That's a no call. That's two guys trying to catch the ball. You don't. Have, you're not supposed to call pass interference there. Right. They both have a right to it. The other one was a non-call and... It started off as a call, and then they picked up the flag. They've got to do something about this intentional grounding. Yeah. Like, I get all the provisos. There's a man in the vicinity, or he's out of the pocket, or whatever. But when a quarterback, in order to avoid a sack, literally just fires the ball purposely into the ground. It, that should in, be intentional grounding. Yes. Hence, <laughs> he intentionally throws the ball into the ground. Right. Isn't yeah, that what intentional grounding is? You would think that's that's it how they came up with that term. In the it's penalty. Even, <laughs> the penalty itself says what it is. Right. So they had a running back there in the vicinity, but the running back was blocking. Yeah. So unless you were going to, like, throw it into his rectum, which yeah. I don't know the two can throw it hard enough to stick it in a guy's rectum. It was not yeah. going to be a completed pass. Yeah. The other rule that I think has changed, and I didn't have it in the Bear game, it happened in the, in the Sunday night game. Um where I think it was Mahomes. One of the quarterbacks, Mahomes or Willis, hit an offensive lineman with the ball. You know, went to throw a pass and it hit the lineman. Mm-hmm. That always used to be um, illegal touching. Yeah. No, that right. did happen in the Bear game. Tua did it. Because I remember you could see, you could actually read Eberflus, you could read his lips saying to the ref, illegal touching. And they apparently yeah. they don't call that anymore. It's apparently only if a guy tries to catch the ball who isn't eligible. Okay. But, that was like the, huh. that was the thing you had to worry All about. Right. Like if you hit a lineman and you hit one of your own linemen in the butt with the pass, and he was the first guy to touch it, it was a penalty. Right. They don't seem huh. to call that anymore. Um, been a lot of changes in the laws. I'm not even sure that's illegal anymore. <laughs> Did you get your emissions checked? It's all ball bearings nowadays. <clears throat> um. 
Yeah, well, let's see. The, the NFL officials did not cover themselves in glory yesterday. No. I think we can say that. No. And, you know, this was... I mean, I assume they they assign... I, I, they don't assign officials randomly. The better games are supposed to get the better officials. Yeah. Well, CBS thought this was their third best game of the week. Yeah. We I mean, got Harlan and Green. We didn't get Mark Sanchez and whoever his... Um, like the weatherman from CBS this morning or whoever whoever they do. You think you'd get better refs? Maybe they're just not very many. You, you would think. Yeah, maybe they're not very good ones. But, you know. So, speaking of Chevy, this was the thing I, just, I learned today. Because we were, kind of. Kind of. Speaking of Chevy Chase. Um, at Rockford's Coronado Theater, sometime between now and Christmas, you can go okay. see go. a screening of Christmas Vacation. And afterwards, Chevy and his wife will be there to do a Q&A. Wait, for how long? For like 45 minutes. No, no, no. How many days is it? One. Oh, well, okay. I, miss, I thought you said it. There was, it was like six between now and Christmas or something. No, no. Sometime, I don't remember the exact date. Okay, okay. Um, you get to see one? Okay. Yeah, you go, you watch, Are, you see the movie. Chevy's there. Yeah, right. And then at the end, there's a little talk back. With night with Beverly D'Angelo and Chevy. No, with his I think his real wife. Oh, she's his there real to wife. like you know. Gotcha. I don't know what she's there. She's the the Chevy Wrangler because Lord gotcha. knows he'll say all kinds of you know. At this point of his career, he'll say a lot of unfunny, mean things. Yeah, yeah. Chevy needs a Wrangler. Yeah. So I saw that and thought, well, that's exciting. Maybe twenty years ago, that probably would be unfun. But now I think you just get bitter, awful Chevy. <laughs> I think you should go and, and report back on the pot. Uh, Randy Quaid's not going to show up, is he? No, that would be <laughs> a satellite from Canada. Oh, God. Where he's hiding out from the author- from the American authorities still. Oops, is there a Democrat hole. in the White House? I'm staying in Canada. All right, thanks, Randy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, well, think about if you got the whole cast. You know, Julia, you have Julia Louis-Dreyfus there. You know, yeah, Brian Doyle right. Murray would be there. Yeah. Uh, was that Johnny Galecki? Was he Christmas Vacation? He was, right? He I was, think he was. I think he was Rusty in that he was one. Rough. Yeah. Um, don't remember the Audrey. Oh, I don't know. What do you suppose the 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 oh, wait. the girl from uh, Marshall Fields looks like these days? The one that he... Oh, the, the, I don't have a log, that one? <laughs> <laughs> You get her. I bet you they get her. She's probably available. <clears throat> oh wait, no, Juliette Lewis was Audrey. Oh, see, this is the that was the, like the best. Yeah, that was the best. Was... Russ. Well, I mean, the original. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Right. All right. So, well, I might as well give us a full plug. Let's uh, give him a full plug. Bill, send him a bill. Let's figure out when uh, you go see Dirty Dancing live next week. No oh, boy. No. Um, yeah, next Tuesday. When is Christmas vacation? Uh, here it is. November. Oh, it's in November. November 27th. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Chevy's got, Chevy's, Chevy's got to get to bed by 10. Yeah. It's time he's got dinner plans. Two hours and then he's got to chat for a little while. Right. Uh, good seats still available. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) If you want to sit in the, right in front of the stage, 
uh, 74 bucks. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, wow. 54 bucks. If you want to sit kind of in the middle, you want to sit in the balcony, $34. So in each of those, uh, pricing tiers, I think the theater's getting four and Chevy's getting the remainder would be my guess. Probably. Yeah. So anyway, so there you go. Chevy, you get your chance. I'll get, uh, I'll get a couple of tickets. You and you and Pam are going to fly back. Go to see yeah. Chevy Chase live. That'll be fun. Maybe the, you can do an obvious shirt. I saw Chevy Chase, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what would an obvious shirt be for that movie? Um, yeah. Um, it It is Christmas. Merry Christmas, Shitter's Full. You could do that, that yeah. you know. Yeah, Shitter's Full actually would be good. They wouldn't do Shitter's that. Full. Too, wouldn't want to do well, that. Well, you, you play like a, uh, you, you know, you'd. You do like an asterisk or something on the eye or something to make it kid friendly. Let's see. Uh, join actor Chevy Chase and his wife, Janie, for a live discussion audience Q&A following screening of the 89 Christmas classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Chevy and Janie will be sharing behind the scenes stories and answering questions in person mm, following man. the screening of the film. A limited number of VIP tickets are available, oh. which include the best seats and a post-show photo op with Chevy. Oh, that's 84 bucks. You get a picture oh, with Chevy, yeah, too, which I'm sure he eight. sells to you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now, this company, they've done, they've, done all these, they've done all kinds of successful live engagements across North America and Europe, showcasing fan-favorite icons, including... Uh, is, it, is it Ina Garten? Or in, not Ina Garten, DeVita. Ina Garten. Right. William Shatner, John Cleese, John Cusack, yeah. Mel Brooks. Now no, I'd go. Yeah. I'd go. I'd ask Mel Christmas, yeah, about Christmas Vacation. Yeah, there you go. Why not? That would be fine. And Chevy Chase. Right. So there you go. Hmm. So well, completely apropos of nothing. But, get uh, your tickets now. What day of the week is the twenty seventh of? Of uh, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Okay. Oh, oh. who the. Oh. Oh, I can make a double header. You'll see the Bears. And then see, yeah. <laughs> see? See, that's when you wish they were in Arlington Heights already. You do a quick drive to Rockford from Arlington Heights. Yeah, Bears. Oh, the Bears. Oh, well, you gotta, you're just going to watch the game at home because Bears are in New York play the Jets at noon. Oh, okay. I knew. So you okay. watch that game and then uh, head on over and you see Chevy. It'll be great. Head on over to Rockford. Nice. Yeah, so just the, in time, too. Yeah. So the. Um, the next, the next two weeks, the Red Hot Lions, winners of one in a row, and then the Falcons um, have, I believe the, I believe they are the two worst defenses in the NFC, even worse than the Bears. Imagine wow, that impressive! So, time pile up some yards and some points. Get through those, then you have to play the uh, increasingly frisky Jets, who just beat the yep. Bills. Yeah. Then the big rematch with the Packers. Yeah. Then the bye. Then the final four games: Eagles, Bills, Lions, and Vikings. You can always count on the Lions to to get a win in there, but that's about it. So, Falcons are on the road. And that's the big, uh, that's the big uh, Ryan Pace um, um, Phil Emery revenge game. Yeah, there they're you go. both there. 
There you go. With all the great old bears like Demir Bird and Corderell Patterson. And yeah. All the old stars. Jermaine yeah. Fetty. Maybe Jermaine will come out and and yell at Tevin just for old times. That'd be fun. Um, so you might win both of those. Going to be favored in at least one of them. Hint, hint. Uh, well, I should say, since Bob Quinn and Rokon have been traded, the Bears have given up 49 and 35 points. So maybe the new-look Bears defense might uh, might not even be quite as, quote-unquote, good as the as they were. Yeah, now Jack Sanborn's got a week under his belt. He's gonna he's gonna pick it up. Now. He'll iron out all the all the problems. He's gonna gonna be fine. Yeah. Not even gonna miss Roquan. No, not at all. So the Ravens then, will be like, we should trade it for this guy, Sample. Yeah, but it's like too bad. Trade deadline is passed. Baltimore, yep. no take backs. Messed up. Besides uh, Roquan, we're recording this uh, before the Monday night game, and Roquan is you get to watch him on Monday night football. Oh, that's right. Ravens Saints. Very Andy cool. Dalton and Roquan Smith, your 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 favorite your favorite See? old bears. One Look at that. <laughs> so you figure you probably lose to the Jets, you lose to the Eagles, you lose to the Bills. Um but you could beat the Lions, you could beat the Falcons, you could beat the Lions again, you certainly could beat the Packers. In fact you kinda got to, right? This is kind of the Aaron Rodgers I own you bullshit right up his ass. Yep. And then the last week, Vikings, they're easy. I mean, they basically clinched the division already. Right. They might just. So who knows who will be playing for them? Rest a bunch of guys. Yeah. Yeah. We could it could be a playoff Bears. Here we go. We're going to five more wins. We're looking at an eight and nine Bears team. Got to tell you, that's too many. <laughs> that's that's, that's dangerously, many close, dangerously close to the playoffs. The Packers, um, as I like to, I like to enjoy their misery. Yes, me too. It's a lot of fun. They really probably should have beat the Lions if they wanted to have any chance at because uh, they are also three and six. Their next three games, their next four games. No, their next. Oof. Oh, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Next week, Cowboys. Loss. Then the Titans. Loss. Then the Eagles. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Then the Bears. Bears, definitely a loss. Then the Rams. Oof. Dolphins and Vikings. And they finish Man. with the Lions. They might not win a game until they get the Lions at, at home at the end of the season. That would be hilarious. The 4-13 and 13 Packers. You hate to see it. Such a shame. Such a terrible shame. All right, so the Bears are looking ahead to the Lions. Okay. And, uh, yeah. We looked up this line last week, and it has not changed, even with the. I guess it didn't change because the Bears' offense looks so good, and then the Lions beat the Packers. So they're like, oh no, we got to keep. We nailed it. Keep it right there. Yeah. Bears by two and a half. Mm. I gotta like the Bears in this. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah. Lions had been giving up a crap load of points until um, they play, until they played the Packers. Yeah. And uh, they had been early in the year, they had been scoring a lot of points. They were in a bunch of, they were in some shootouts, and then that kind of stopped. Yeah. Let's look here real quick. Um, 
Yeah, they lost the Eagles in the opener 38-35. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Commanders 36-27. Then they lost the Vikings 28-24. And they lost the Seahawks 48-45. to It's like, holy crap, look at the Lions are throwing it all over the place. What's the over-under in this game, 75? Well, actually, I should have seen that. I wonder if that changed. No, I think it was about this, 48 and a half. God, you got to go over Take on that. over. The Bears will score 49 by themselves. Yeah, easily. Then the Lions played the Patriots, and they lost 29 to nothing. Then the Cowboys beat them 24 to 6. They were frisky against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Lost 31-27 at home, but then 15 to 9 over the Packers. So, yeah. At, at some point, they remembered they have Jared Goff at quarterback. Yes. They went, all right, that's enough of the scoring shit. We're, <laughs> we're going to stop. <laughs> they remember, oh, shit, our quarterback sucks. We forgot that for a while, and we were productive. So, Bears-Lions. Um, I'm not going to do the thing where I look up who the announcers are. Because A, I always get the wrong year. But B, I know it's not up yet. It's Monday. They, oh. The info was not there. Oh, but there it's the Bears and the Lions. I can imagine. I'm thinking we're getting Chris Myers. Yeah, to get Chris Myers written all over. Yeah. Unless, unless Fox is like, you know what, that Justin Fields is fun. And it's Chicago. We could probably do a little bit better. Chicago, but I'm Detroit. Not, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. who Myers works with these days. Tom Thayer. <laughs> Let's see here. Troy Smith. Mm. What a crew. Yeah. Yeah, now that's their lowest rated NFL team. Yeah. So... The other you might get, um, especially since there's some buys, maybe mm-hmm. you, know, you could get Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. You could get that. Uh, it's a little better than Chris Myers. You yeah. could get Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. Oh boy, now we're really getting exciting. Kevin Kugler makes every uh, makes every NFL game sound like um, Rutgers Maryland at yes. eleven o'clock on. Fox and basketball. Right. Yeah. I don't think you're creeping up to the Adam Amin, Mark Schlereth, because that's the third team. That seems too yeah. high. That's way too high. Um, although Fox would also. No, they don't. That's Thursday night. Okay. Seahawks, Bucks are in Munich. Yep. Um, ooh, it's a light schedule, though. Cowboys, Packers, even with mm-hmm. all the... Well, actually, probably because of the mess. You're getting um, getting the A-team, Greg Olson and uh, Kevin Burkhardt. Mm-hmm. Then Cardinals, Rams. Bears, Lions. Bucks. Oh. Oh. There's not a lot of... And if there's not a lot of... Of course, you can they can cross, like... Yeah, um, we had a weird one yesterday where it was an NFC game, Rams Bucks, but it was Tony Romo and Jim Nance it was on CBS because mm. they can do that now. So I don't know. Right. So that was fun. I'm sure the listeners are like, "That's great." If you listen, you know, nothing <laughs> like five minutes of speculating about which announcing team we're going to get. Yeah. Especially by the time half of them listen to this, they'll know. 
Right. If they care. But really, you should be turning down the volume and turning on WBBM. Yeah. And listening to Jeff Joniak. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Joniak giving great things like that Fields drops back. He's going to run. There he goes. Oh, and he's out of bounds. <laughs> How uh, many yards did he get? What yard line is he on? What's, yeah. no, we don't, you, you bust that part that. out. Fade to black. No, Jeff, you yell at the end of the game. Not, maybe Jeff Black's out and he just yells that. That could be. I can honestly say I don't think I have heard a Jeff Joniak highlight this year. Yeah. I don't think there is. I yeah, I, I can't think of one. Yeah. Probably because they're all indecipherable, and they can't. The NFL Probably goes doesn't. to lay it over the thing, and they can't even tell what the fuck happened. Yeah, it was just right. a TV call. All right, fine. Exactly. Yeah, there was big new big media news last week. Um, next year, the Bears are moving to ESPN 1000. Yes, saw that. So now, if you live out here. Um, you be able to you, you might be able to get the game until about two thirty, and then for some reason the AM one thousand cranks down the signal and you get a lot of static. Oh, good, that's it's, great. It's ridiculous. It's there's supposedly great. a fifty thousand watt radio station just like GN and the Score and BBM or whatever, yeah. but that's never AM one thousand has always been half-assed. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll. Uh, All right, we'll reconvene after the Bears' victory. Yeah, I got a good feeling about this. I think it will be the, the Bears will win. It'll be four and six. They'll stay in the, in the hunt graphic. That's all we really in the hunt. Just want to yeah. be in the in the hunt graphic. That's all we need. Don't actually so. want to be in the playoffs, but stay in the hunt until like week fifteen. Then you can just the hunt. Yeah, just the hunt. So. All right, Andy. All right. All right. Thanks. See you next time. Many of us have herpes. I just want this to be over. 